0: Hey, Podcast wave Welcome to Season 8 of the Podcast Base Podcast. Get ready for inspiring interviews with female podcasters and a bite-sized podcast hack episode every Monday. If you want to learn more about podcast monetization or if you're ready to outsource podcast management, be sure to check out our website, thepodcastbase.com. You can find everything there. From our current pricing, packages, more information about the podcast babes, previous episodes, it's all there. Okay, so now let's go into today's episode. Hey podcast babes, welcome to a new episode, a new interview episode. Today I'm here with Michelle Thames. She is an award-winning blogger turned online business and marketing strategist. She is also the host of the Social Media Decoded podcast. She has 142 episodes to her name, so that is a lot of content. I also saw that she has more than 100 five-star reviews for her podcast, which is awesome. So I think we can learn a lot from Michelle. So yeah, I'm super excited to have you here today with us on the podcast. Michelle, welcome.
1: Yes, thank you, Anne. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to be here and chat. All things podcast. I just love podcasts and I think it's so many benefits to it.
0: Absolutely. So, before we dive into the whole podcasting stuff, can you tell us a little bit more about you? Yeah. So, I started online as a
1: natural hair influencer. I was a blogger. I had a blog. I started a YouTube channel helping people learn about their natural hair and brands started to reach out. And I learned that this was like a business. And I'm like, oh my goodness. Okay. It's a business. Right. And so, I started to monetize on social media, like with my blog post. And then I started to help other people. But during this time, I was working in healthcare. So I have a bachelor's and a master's degree in healthcare administration. And I was fired from my job suddenly. And I had the ability to fall back on my side hustle. I was writing for online publications. I was running my blog. I was working with brands. And then I got the opportunity to work for one of the top hair care and beauty brands in the multicultural category. And they were in Chicago and I was their first social media and digital marketing manager. So I got to get all this experience with email marketing, social media, digital influencer marketing, brand ambassador programs, like website. I was doing like the whole digital marketing department. And so me having my own blog and doing all this already for myself, but now On the level for another brand, I'm like, oh, this is really awesome. And so I decided that I would quit my job because I just wanted to really help more people at the end of the day, too. And I started my podcast because I realized that so many people don't understand social media, digital marketing. And it's like I wanted to have a voice online, giving people really good information. And so that
0: is the reason that I started my podcast yeah awesome. I love hearing that your side hustle was such a good safety net for you when you lost your job that you could just fall back on that. I think that is awesome and so important and also really cool how your own content, your own blog your your own social media channels gave you so many opportunities. So would you say that the podcast and like enhance that a little bit more like that what what was already there, like the content that you were already creating before?
1: Yeah. So I pivoted on social media and going from a natural influencer to an online and marketing strategist, I had to like bring the people along because I didn't like delete my account. Like I had maybe 20,000 followers when I decided to like start transitioning. And so I had to bring them along the journey. And so I just started putting out like the different content, but I knew that. Eventually, I wanted to start a podcast. I always had that idea, and I knew that the podcast could just help me enhance my brand more by being a thought leader and being someone in the marketing niche. And so I felt that it would help me. So I wanted to begin to build that from what I already had, like as the foundation of my brand. So pivoting, then turning into, you know, building my brand as a social media marketing expert, and then having that podcast to like really say okay this girl is an expert because like podcasts I don't know if people know podcasts are really popular and if you are an expert at something and you have something to say and you want this is basically your own radio show right like you have the ability to reach so many people and so I said I wanted my message to reach more people
0: yeah yeah exactly so how did you do that like that initial stage of podcasting how was that for you from the moment that you made a decision okay. We're going to do this, this thing that I've been thinking about for a while. Here we go. We're going to do it. Yeah. So during 2020, when we were all at home, I was
1: like, well, I have nothing to lose right now. I told my husband, I'm about to start the podcast. And so I went to Google, did the research, typed in, you know, how to start a podcast. I said that I didn't want my podcast to be long. I knew that I wanted to be short episodes because I don't like listening to very, very long podcasts. And I just felt like I didn't want to give, like, all this information about marketing that people would, like, get overwhelmed. Like, I give easy things straight to the point, go and implement. And so I said that that's how I want the format to be. I looked up, I used Buzzsprout. I looked that up. I said, okay, this sounds like a great place to just, you know, host the podcast. I didn't think too much into the logistics because if you start thinking, like, all this, you're going to, like, stifle yourself and not start. I just said, okay, I'm going to start and see what the first episode is like. So I had my brother in law help me with the intro and outro. I talked over. I mean, I did like the voice, and he put the music over it. And you can hire somebody on Fiverr, right, for that. Don't think so much about it. So I I had him do that, and so I had an intro and outro. And I said, okay, I'll just record like the you know the middle part. And so with Buzzsprout, you can put your intro and outro in, and then just put your episode in. So I'm like, okay, this is so easy. And so then from there, you know, I wrote the descriptions. And I said, I'm going to record like 10 podcasts to start to get me going. And then from there, it just took off.
0: Awesome. Yeah, I, what I'm also hearing, I think that commitment, like, okay, I'm going to do 10 episodes and then we'll see. Like, just like committing yourself to those initial 10 episodes, I think is very smart. Not, that's not what I did when I started my first podcast and that was a mistake. So I think it's really, really smart. So I think for new podcasters, make that commitment because with, even though I, I love what you said, like making it simple and just go one episode at a time. If you also set this goal for yourself, okay, I'm going to do 10 episodes and then we'll see before I draw any conclusions, do 10 episodes. I think that's really smart because one episode, it doesn't tell you that much, you know, like and you cannot really use that data because you don't have enough yet. So I think that's really, really smart. And then When you said it took off from there, does that mean that it was immediately a success or was there also like something that happened along the way? And can you tell more about that?
1: Yes, there was absolutely things that happened along the way. When I mean it took off from there, just started to grow. So definitely you have to know that podcasting is a long-term game, that it won't always be right away. You you're building something that people are going to listen to over time. So you have to understand like you're not going to get those listens right away. Cause I was like, oh my God, no one's listening. Oh my God, no one's leaving reviews. But you have to have a foundation set. Like build, like you said, if it's 10 episodes, start with that. But know that you still have to market it. No one's still just going to know about your podcast. You have to market it. And I use social media to market my podcast. And so I just started to talk about it. I used different hashtags and Later.com did a article about the top marketing podcast that you should listen to. And they found my podcast on social media and shared it. And then from there, like my podcast did really take off with a lot more people finding it, a lot more people listening to it, a lot more people sharing it. So this is why I'm so big on social media, because look what happened to my podcast, because all I did was share and use hashtags and they were searching for people found it, thought it was good, added it to the list. So you never know who's watching. Like that person who was writing the article followed me on Instagram. And so she was watching. And so she one day needed wrote an article and was like, oh, Michelle's podcast would be great for this and added it to that. And then of course later is a very, a lot of people, you know, look, look at their blog and things. So it really expanded the right listeners to right, to my podcast, because If you are using later.com, you're probably a creator, you're a business owner, podcaster, influencer, whatever. And that's the audience that I want to listen to my podcast.
0: Very cool that they picked up your podcast. Yes, absolutely. So what would you say is your best tip to market your podcast on social media? You already mentioned hashtags. But do you have any more more tips that we can use for people like me myself, who are always like kind of experimenting with social media and how to get people from social media to our podcast, but maybe we, as in I, have not really found like the sweet spot?
1: I would say use your digital ecosystem. And what I mean by that is everywhere that you are online, I share my podcast on LinkedIn, I share my podcast on Facebook, my Facebook page, my Facebook group, YouTube, everywhere, right? You just have to... First, when you first, you just have to get out there, guerrilla marketing, share it with whoever. I think building an email list is important and sharing it consistently with your email list. I get a lot of people telling me now, oh, I saw you sent the email about the you know, the, the, the latest podcast. I have to make sure I go read, listen to it. And I look at the clicks. People click a lot on my podcast emails specifically, so I know I want to keep them updated and they like that. They find it very informational. So I would say definitely building an email list, maybe specifically for your podcast and always sending your episodes and marketing to them. Fun contests. I try to do like, hey, you know, leave a review, get people to really get excited, share it on Instagram, ask people to, you know, tag you. That's something that I've implemented at the end of my episodes. I say, hey, if you found this helpful or whatever, send me a message, tag me on Instagram. And people do, like people send me DMs, they tag me. And again, this all takes time. But in the beginning, I'm going to be honest. I was like, nobody's tagging me. Like, are we listening? Like, no one's leaving reviews. But like, look now today, two years later, I have a hundred five star reviews. Like, I, I think that's very, I'm proud of that because I really wanted to create a space for people that was meaningful, right? And that gave value. And every single, every single testimonial says that, oh, this is valuable. I like that it's short. It's to the point. And so all of the, things that I thought of my podcast came together and that that is what I'm most most proud of
0: yeah exactly so would you say a tip is then also to keep going even though like initially it feels like no one is listening but maybe just the right person is listening and then like it goes from there and at first when you ask please tag me or send me a message on Instagram no one does it but then over time people start doing that and it just becomes more and more and more Absolutely, because I'm I'm not going to sit here and say that I didn't think that
1: I was like oh my god nobody's reviewing it are they listening but it takes time you really have to be consistent like you said I have 100 I think I have like 140 50 episodes now like you have to just keep going keep going keep putting them out there keep promoting it if I had if I had to stop that girl that woman she would have never seen my my post she would have never listened to my podcast it could just take one person. So really keep going because you never know who's listening.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So how do you do that? How do you keep going even even though you feel like no one's listening? I mean, it's easier said than done, right? Is there something that you told yourself or like kind of a change in mindset that you worked on or yeah, do you have any tips of for other podcasters who feel like no one's listening? Yes, I work on my mindset every
1: single day. I know that I have an important message to share and I want to continue to share it. That's why I keep going. I know that my podcast is very important and that if I don't share my message, no one will hear it. We get in our heads and we say, oh, well, I didn't sound right or I messed up or who really cares about that? If you have a message and you want to share with people, do it. Again, you never know who is listening. It could be anyone. You can get an opportunity from anywhere. I've gotten opportunities to speak overseas. So many different things from my podcast. People listen from all over the world. Like you just have to know what are you really doing it for? I'm really doing it for, because I want to help people. That's it. And that's all. And that's why I wake up every day. I go live, do all the things. So I want to help people. Everything else will come to me from that. So I love podcasting because it's like I have my own. My own place where I can have guests, amazing guests like you. So people, make sure you check out the episode with Ann on my podcast because it's going to be great. So that's why I do it. I get to meet great people. I get to talk about something that I love, which is social media and marketing. Like who, like you have to figure out what's your why. And so keep going. The fruits of your labor, you're going to see that eventually. This is two years of me in this. So I want to say that. Two years of consistently recording. You don't need the best microphone or anything. Just record it, put it out, tweak it as you go. Go back and listen to my first episode. I'm sure the first episode doesn't sound like the last episode.
0: Of course, absolutely. I I think you you just have to cringe a little bit when you hear your first episode. If that's not the case, you started too late, right? I don't know who said that. I think it's like Gary Vee or something, but like it's this quote that I know like if you, if you don't cringe with when you listen to your first episode, you started too late. And I definitely agree. I think you just, you just got to start and tweak along the way, like you said. So what are some of the tweaks or changes that you made in the past two years? Did you change the format or I don't know, like anything else that you changed? I'm really, I'm really curious. Yeah. So I haven't
1: really changed much. I am a simple person. I want this to be a simple process. What I did change was I did hire a VA team to help me like reach out to guests and to really manage the podcast to upload to make sure that we're being consistent like uploading every single Monday and Friday is a new episode you know they help me keep me on track hey Michelle did you record those episodes so really just adding that everything else is pretty much the same I haven't changed my like intro outro music I feel like I like it it's it's good it's still the same thing I'm talking about I, I just think that simplicity works best for me and if it's not broke, don't fix it. Nothing is broke. So I'm just keeping on moving it, keeping moving along. So I haven't changed much. Still very short episodes. My interviews are about no more than 30 minutes. There's still two two episodes a week. I did I did change that. I did only need to do one episode a week, but I changed it to two because they're so short. So I can get so many out there if I just do more. So I batch record at least like 10. I need to batch record 10 like today. So I'm going to batch record 10 today so I can get ahead for the next few months
0: yes absolutely I love batch recording too I cannot do 10 but maybe my episodes are also a little bit longer but I can do like three maybe four but then I'm done I'm I'm done I need intro for a time after that (laughs) even though it's a solo episode I don't know (laughs) but I, I love batch recording I think it's also a huge tip like you said then you you don't have to do anything for a while again until you batch record again so yeah, absolutely great tip. Do you have any other tips for podcasters? Maybe like any, any like common things that you see out there that other podcasters do that you think, oh, like this is, this is what we should do better or different. I hear a lot of people saying that a lot of podcasts
1: maybe fluff. Let's just get to the point and give the information. I think people really have short attention spans. We do. And people want things in a quick. I mean, I know it's like we're in, in this microwave society. But I think that just really lean into what people love about your podcast and keep giving them more of that. Then again, if it's not broke, don't fix it. Like if people love that your episodes are short, keep it short. If people love, you know, the in-depthness or whatever, keep, keep doing that. So just really lean into what people are saying. Ask for feedback. Ask for testimonials and reviews because that's the only way that you're going to be able to know if you're like on the right track. Like is the, do people resonate with this? So ask. Ask for reviews. So those, those will be my tips.
0: Yeah, I think that's that's a really good point. Yeah. Like listen to your audience when you get a message. So how are some of the different ways that you ask for feedback? So you mentioned reviews on Apple Podcasts, probably then. And you also mentioned that you ask people to send you a message on Instagram. Do you have any other ways to get feedback or any other maybe metrics that you look at to see what's what's working and what's not working? Yeah, I also say in episodes
1: too, like if you have any tips or, you know, want to discuss anything, let me know, send me an email. So I have gotten a few emails, but yeah, I think just asking for feedback. Maybe we, should, we need to start asking in the beginning of the episode for the review so that they can say, oh, I'm going to write a review after this. It just takes people a few times. Like I was in my head. I'm, I'm really saying this. I was in my head. Like I don't have that many, but a hundred five-star reviews is a lot it doesn't have to be a thousand. That's a lot of reviews from a lot of people that is consistent with the same message. And so you really have to say, Hey, ask for, maybe ask for it in the beginning. Everybody's not going to write a review. It just is what it is. You got to keep asking people, but sometimes people just are not going to do it. That's just the nature of this. So I don't know, just keep asking, keep asking for that feedback. Keep saying, Hey, would you leave me a review? You know, ask your friends and family to leave you a review. I ask my, like, if you're listening to my podcast and you're my cousin, you should have left me a review, right? If you're my niece, my cousin, my brother, you should have left me a review. So ask your family too, because that's important. No one has to know it's them.
0: Yeah, true. Absolutely. And I think also when people see like, okay, a hundred people already gave this podcast a, a review, then I can I can do that too. You know, like when you're the first, I don't know, like, I feel like no one ever wants to be the first with these things, right? So that just like, if that is what it takes to get that going, then I think great tip, use it. How would you say that the podcast affected your business? Did you see like a big change in like lead generation or getting new clients or like, was there a change in your business since you started the podcast? Yes, I think my podcast definitely positioned me as a
1: thought leader within the marketing world. I have gotten clients because of my podcast, my clients listen to my podcast. So it's really a trusted source. And so I think it just helps my business because it's trusted. People listen to it. It's of value. So I think that if anything, it helped that help. It has helped me get speaking engagements. It's helped with brand deals, opportunities so much. It's so much a podcast can do for you. Don't let anything, it, it can't limit you. It can only help you meet, reach more people. So many people listen to podcasts and there's all the networks, you, you know, Spotify, I mean Spotify and Apple. They can listen to it anywhere. It doesn't just have to be on Apple Podcasts, but that's just, you know, the place where the reviews are. But you can leave stars on too on Spotify now too. So and other places. So you have the opportunity to reach people who are listening to it on like a different app. But yeah, I think that it can just help any if anything just help build your brand credibility. And it doesn't matter if you're a product-based business, service-based business, there's all types of podcasts. So figure out what you want your voice to be, what your niche is going to be and get a podcast out there.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Is there anything like very surprising that happened that you didn't expect at all when you started a podcast? I don't know.
1: Anything surprising. I guess, I guess really, I had no clue that my podcast would, you know, be this successful. I was just really wanting to do something like, and I'm just happy that it did. I'm excited that it did. But initially I'm like, you know, I'm just going to start this podcast. And, you know, maybe I don't know if people are going to listen, but I'm just going to do it. But I'm just, I am really surprised of the, you know, the feedback and everything. I'm so grateful for it, to be honest, because again, I created something that people really enjoy and it's my thing. Yeah, I don't know. Just, it's been great, like, to get, no, you know, noticed or written about or one, oh, I do have one thing, one surprising thing that did happen, and this is good. It just came to me. A woman, she is a professor at a college in Wisconsin, and her students did a, like, analysis on my podcast and presented it in front of, like, their class. And so they reached what? out. <laughs> yes. So they reached out to me, and I, you know, have, I did Zoom talks for their school. And now in a few weeks, I'm going to meet her. She did a, a episode on my podcast. Her name is Kathy Fredrickson at the University of Oshkosh in Oshkosh, Wisconsin. So yeah, that's something that, that happened. And now I'm going to the school to meet her and I'm going to speak to the students about creating a successful podcast and an online business. And yeah, I'm taking my daughter so she can, you know, see this experience. So that is something really cool that happened that I have. I'm just like, wow.
0: Yes. Oh, that's such an opportunity. Wow. That is so cool. So she also came on your podcast, right? So we will also link that epi- episode in the show notes. I think that will be super fun to listen to that episode also. Yeah. Wow. That's really cool. And we will also link the episodes that we recorded for for the Social Media Decoded podcast with me as the guest. So like we are switching mics. <laughs> So, if you're interested in that, go to the show notes, click the link there. Where else can people find out more about you and your services and also your podcast, of course? Yes, my
1: favorite place is Instagram. So, definitely follow me on Instagram at Michelle L. Thames. Anything that you want to sign up for me to work with will be at the link in my bio and just check it out. You can sign up to be in my email list. I send amazing emails, I have amazing community. So, it's something there for everyone. Just check it out. I love Instagram and and check out the podcast let me know what you think about it send me a, a dm and let me know
0: yes exactly awesome yes all the links are in the show notes so definitely go there connect with michelle sign up for the email list check out social media definitely follow her michelle thank you so much for being here today it was really cool to learn from you how your podcast journey has been sounds awesome and i think it's also really good to know that it was not an instant success as in like you don't start a podcast and all of a sudden you have thousands and thousands of people listening no like it was a slow start and then all of a sudden something happened and it really accelerated that growth for you so I think that's also really inspiring you know we just we'll just keep going keep podcasting and then then that might also happen to us so that's super super exciting thank you so much for sharing your story with us today yes thank you so much for having me all right that's it for today Before you go, I want to quickly invite you to check out our podcast management services on the website, thepodcastphase.com. Are you spinning your wheels, producing content, doing all the things from recording, editing, uploading, marketing, promoting your podcast, monetizing your podcast? We can help and we want to help. So definitely check out the link in the show notes uh, to learn more about our podcast management services and book a discovery call if you're interested. See you there. Hey, podcast babe, before you go, I want to tell you real quick about a free tool that we developed, a quiz. So if you have heard me talking about podcast monetization and all the different options that you have, and you're like, okay, cool, but what's the right one for me? That is exactly what you can find out in this quiz. So if you go to thepodcastbabes.com forward slash quiz, you can answer nine questions, it will only take you five minutes, and one of the podcast monetization strategies will roll out of this quiz as the perfect strategy for you. Of course, I will also give you some tips on how to get started, some podcast episodes to listen to, specified to the outcome of your quiz. So go to the podcastbabe's forward slash quiz, take the quiz and start monetizing.